just hit that shit. Okay, I'm recording. So, so you hit record? Yes. So right now, as of this second, you are indeed recording, right? Yep. So what you're saying, every, every statement that you say is being put down to tape as we speak, correct? Correct. Okay, I just want to make sure, because I don't want to miss anything, you know? This is important stuff that we're doing here on a weekly basis, Mr. Mo. Doi. That's why I <laughs> rushed home. All right, good. So, just before we get going, you are recording, correct? Correct. Okay. And I'm still gay. Oh, okay. I, well, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. just want to make sure. I figured. Okay, cool. So, you are recording. Still, still recording. Gay. Still gay. Still okay. old as fuck by your standards, and even older by gay standards. <laughs> Okay, perfect. That's, okay. That's, 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 that's my list. I'm, I'm ready to go. Right. <laughs> that's it. Uh, okay, we're going to do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dudes. <laughs> Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the whole wide world. It's the Frat Chat Podcast. How's it going, Mr. Moore? Yo, it's going good, man. Oh yeah, it's clanging and banging. You know, you're chilling like a villain sucking on some cream filling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doy. Hello, it's Wednesday, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm feeling pretty good after last week's frat chat podcast tournament of movie doom and other bad stuff too brought to you by the frat chat podcast so i mean i'm ready to keep it going but before we do that is there anything you'd like to tell us anything going on with you any happenstances uh, no not really but i will say that um I, this this episode this of this past week um definitely sparked some debates at work over who's more of a badass so every so the the questions that that were asked at my job were, um, does what makes by our standards what makes a supervillain? Could we define what our criteria is personally? Well, if you are a master debater like I am, Mr. Mo, you know, be you're, evil. Wait, you're a master debater. I'm a master debater. Everybody knows oh. that. I master debate all the time. I, I master debate it like six. Seven times today, which I think is some sort of record. So, excuse me. And I did it, you know, with several politicians. It was, oh, it was great. See, I was confused. Okay. I thought you got your master's in Bayshan. Okay, okay. No, we master <laughs> we master debated all the time. We went to we, but we do it. At, we go to bathhouses and we master debate. We ma- that's, that's a that's foreign like, you know, thing, like, especially with COVID. You know, it's like with COVID, things are closed, so there's not many places to go, and you want to make sure you're clean for COVID reasons. So that's the only place that you can safely can master Can we just debate. say for a moment anyway. that bathhouses is definitely like a foreign thing. It's like Korean bathhouses, Turkish, bath, Turkish bathhouses, you know, but um, I didn't grow up with that in Baltimore. Uh, they were, I think they were in like an old city thing though, because uh, for example, in New York, it was where a lot of the closet gay population would go. Who? Middle. 
Name names. I would if they gave me real names. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, you know, being evil. And hold on, let me, uh, let me switch the mood a little bit up in here. Jimmy! Jimmy changed the song! Okay, that's better. That's Jimmy. He's our new tech. He's a little hard of hearing. But anyways... There's just a guttural feeling to it. You just know. And it's based on also like things like intentions. You know what I mean? It's based on things like, like what would this person do with this power if they could? Is the question that I have. For example, someone like a Terminator, I couldn't pass on to the second round because at the end of the day, it was a robot program to do evil things. Meanwhile, in the second one, the same model was programmed to be awesome, and it was great. So it was more so, you know, victim of being programmed one Okay, way so intention is important. You know, that's, that's interesting you say that, because, like, if I got really drunk and hit you with my car, my intention right. was definitely not to hit you with my car. I'm very sorry, and... That you're telling me of in public right now, but who knows? True. We all know that Simo... Uh, has been eyeing my my money for quite Correct. some time. Uh, uh, eight dollars, twenty three dollars and sixty three cents. <laughs> but I guess my, my point is I know that who wants it. you know the deed is done. I got you, I hit you in my car. It sucks. I might go to jail for it. But deep down, my heart isn't rotten. Correct. There is a mistake. Well, actually, uh, I've been meaning to tell you about this, so I think there's no better time than now. Um, your cardiologist results somehow were delivered to my apartment. I don't know. I, anyways, long story short, I read them, and uh, your cardiologist says that your heart is rotten. Uh, yeah, that is the word he used. I didn't know that was a medical condition, but yep, he says it's completely rotten to the core. So, uh, you might want to start seeing someone about that. Um, he left the number, but I didn't really take it down. So yeah. Anyways, uh, get back to it. (laughs) So, okay. So, so, um, redeeming qualities, um, take away some points. We're looking for the biggest badass of all time. Exactly. Like, for example, someone like an Ursula, you know, like she was just rotten to the core. She's never going to feel bad about her action. She enjoys making people suffer. So I had to put her over, you know, someone like like Clover Lang and Rocky Three, who's literally just like pulling off the old Muhammad Ali by taunting Rocky's wife for a fight, you know, and he's just a hungry boxer who grew up poor and the only way that he could get attention by challenging the world champion was in the middle of his fucking press conference announcing his retirement and he calls him a chump and he knows that he's not going to take him up for the fight. So what do you do? You call, you know, you rip on his wife and that's what makes him do it. The man's trying to get a spotlight. He's trying to get some clout, you know, in a world title shot. It's a little different than, you know, like an Ursula. Right. So it's just things, things like that. Things okay, like that. that's fair. I agree with 100%. Well, in that case, now that we are done master debating... It's time, ladies and gentlemen, to resume the Fragile Podcast Tournament of Movie Doom and other bad stuff too, brought to you by the Fragile Podcast. Because you can never have too much Fragile Podcast in your name. Correct. Okay. All right, for the first round, and we're going to keep this one, wow, nice and evil to start things off. The first guy, you know, Hannibal Lecter and Silence of the Lambs is quite possibly my favorite supervillain of all time. And he's up against this guy. You better not hand him a knife, and I sure as hell would not take a shower around him. He is Norman Bates Ooh, from Psycho. Well, this is a this is a good match. This is a good one. This is a good one indeed. Okay, just just hold on a second. Jimmy, turn off the music, Jimmy. 
God. He's still new. You know, he's learning. He's learning. So you got to bear with him. Okay. Sorry about that. Now, this one is, is I think, is a battle because it depends where you put Hannibal Lecter. If you think he's just an evil genius or he's an evil genius who's slightly mentally ill in the sense that he is addicted to killing. Because Norman Bates, you know, he's got the evil mom personality in there that makes him do things. But Norman himself is kind of nice. And he does feel bad for the things that mother makes him do. Meanwhile, Hannibal Lecter, on the other hand, I feel like he would use someone like a Norman Bates to commit crimes for him. Meanwhile, he's committing a bunch of crimes on his, on his own. Like, for example, in Silence of the Lambs, just while Hannibal Lecter is escaping from prison, he kills more people than, uh, than Buffalo Bill has killed in the entire fucking movie. So, you know, and that's in like a five minute sequence at the end. <laughs> and he makes the guy that throws the, his semen at Clarice when, he walks, oh, when yeah, she walks by semen. the first time. He makes him eat his own tongue and then he bled out to death. And he didn't do that by breaking in his cell. He talked to the guy until the guy did it on his own, which is fucking nuts. So I would say Hannibal Lecter would go through. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I mean, uh, uh, killing people like for sport is like nutso. But then eating them, and hey, he cooks oh, them. that's yep. bizarre. And he feeds them to other people too. Like he'll bring... You know, like, uh, in, I don't know if you saw the movie Red Dragon, uh, he brings the band over that, not the band, you know, like the orchestra over to dinner. And apparently uh, one of the, I think it was like an organ player or something like that has gone missing. And it was apparently the one that played the worst, too, that, that went missing. And they were like, oh, what a shame. I guess we have to replace him, though. And... Hannibal Lecter brings out this delicious feast and they're all eating it and they're like, oh my God, Hannibal, this is delectable. What is this? And then literally they just show a quick close-up of Anthony Hawkins and he's like, I'm afraid if I told you, you wouldn't want to eat it. <laughs> and we know it's the guy that went missing. It's like That's okay, why this, I bring a bucket of chicken everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. I have one right now. Just I'm just kidding. I drink my calories. I'm always, I'm like, what, what booze can I bring? That's what I'll be eating for dinner. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> when you drink, when you say you drank your calories, I thought you meant something else. Ah, <laughs> no way! Now as I lose an argument, <laughs> please. Oh, <yeah>. um, <laughs> um, uh, so uh, Norman Bates, although uh, a pretty fucked up kid, I think of him as like a kid. I, I know that he's he's older in the movie. And his mom, his his mom's a lot older too. But I just think of him as uh, just like a a sad kid that was raised in a crazy mentally ill home and um yep. yeah I, I think that Hannibal Lecter is definitely the one you gotta watch out for if I if I had to if I had to um uh kill one if I was in the room of, of with both of them and I need to kill one to survive Hannibal Lecter is the first one I'm I'm, I'm killing oh for sure because then I feel like if Norman flips over to the Norman side maybe I can convince him to help me out until mother I could take play. Norman and easily I, I think I could kick yeah. his ass. Hannibal Lecter's also very strong. They show that, too. He's, he's quite the badass. And he, like I said, he killed like six cops on the way out. And sure, not every cop is a badass, you know. We've, I mean, I've seen some that uh, I think my mom could take in a fight. But some cops are really tough. So you got you to gotta assume there's a nice mix of them and both. And some cops there. just so. shoot people when oh. they panic oh, because they lack training. Which is interesting because because we we have some disgruntled patients that come into my office that don't want to wear masks and I'm able to um, 
to uh, calm them down without shooting them. I'm like, it's just HR training. They don't have that in like the police force. They can't just like. Well, the, usually the the police force HR training does not include uh, pulling down your pants and showing them your penis. Oh, and just being, like shot. Gotcha, you know, gotcha. And they're like, "What? What is going on?" And they just walk out of the store and not say a word. You know that is that does work. It is very efficient. It does bring sales down big time, though. You know. <laughs> um, my sales are booming. Thank you. Next topic. <laughs> All right, moving on down. Ooh, this is a good matchup, too, because you have, these are both DC comic universe villains here, but one here is General Zod, who, as we know, brought down the President of the United States to his knees, and not in the good way, my folks, not in the good way, oh, yes. and he kicked Superman's ass briefly, and he's up against the Joker, who is Batman's arch nemesis. He wants complete chaos. He just wants to destroy things. Whereas General Zod is down for world domination, but I guess rules under Zod. I, I don't know. This was kind of tough. What do you think, Mr. Well, Bell? if they both got in a fight, obviously General Zod would win. And yes, uh, yes. you know what? The Joker, for, for me, I give leeway to someone that has a sense of humor. <laughs> and That's so, true. And so like, I feel like even though the Joker's pretty evil... I still would go to happy hour with them. With the Joker? Totally. No way, dude. I would never go to happy hour with the Joker. The Joker would kill me at happy hour. General Zod, I think if I bowed down to Zod, I was like, I love you, Zod. You are the greatest. What can I do to, you know, make you happy? And it doesn't involve a hand job. Maybe he'll take me out for a beer. And then we can hang out and do evil things. Whereas Joker, he's loyal to no one other than himself. And he'll even let himself take a big ass whooping just for the bigger goal of anarchy. So you can't even trust himself. So I don't know, man. I think the Joker's just irredeemably evil. Zod is more calculated. You can reason with him. Well, I feel, I don't know. Because you put them up against each other, like the Joker's dead. Yes, but you did that. You did the same thing with Thanos and the Joker, and you thought the Joker was more evil enough to proceed. Well, that's because I felt like Thanos was misunderstood. General Zod, I think, is just a prick. Ah. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. Okay. So I, I, I'm going to go with Joker. This is, this is why I'm torn. I'm Again. torn because um, <laughs> the, the Joker, uh, okay, so old school Batman with, when it was um, uh, Nicholson, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Like he was, he was like pretty nutso. And then the Joker played by Heath Ledger, brilliant, but he was like, I think probably like the scariest. Yep. And then the most recent Joker movie is, is, um, toying with me because I, I i just felt bad i just felt really bad for joaquin phoenix's um portrayal um it was just also brilliant but i, just, I don't know I, I just felt so bad for this this guy and i think i relate because we're we're santa comedians and at one point we were struggling do you know what i mean so we're struggling i ate toothpaste for breakfast today <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i I have to go with General Zod. I think General Zod really could do some damage and not give a rat's ass about any of it. Well, Mr. Mo, I think we're going to have to go to our first lifeline okay. today. Uh, and I think there's a guy that said that he was ready to rock, and he is actually the founder and owner 
of our awesome sponsor of the Moon Life Clothing, Nate Gonzalez. So, and I think he, he will hold no allegiance to either of these, and I know he'll have seen both of these movies. Okay. Or I hope. So, let's see if he loves me enough to answer. Well, we will find out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have with us not just our good friend, Nate Gonzalez, but he is also the founder and creator and artist of the Moon Life Clothing, who I don't know if you heard about, but we talk about him every single week. So you should check him out at themoonlife.com. He's Nate Gonzalez. What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? How you doing? What, what an intro, though. Thanks so much. <laughs> uh, for, for the record, that was off the top of my head because that came from the heart, my friend. Yeah, it came from Venezuela, but from the heart, that's great. <laughs> 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 However, if ice calls, uh, that's not where I'm from, okay? I know, I know that things change in a heartbeat. So. All right, so we have you here because we are at a standstill that will not move forward. We have... Two very evil guys put against each other from the DC universe. We have General Zod from the Superman world versus the Joker from Batman. Oh man. Uh, immediately, I gotta go with Zod because, uh, because of the Mallrats reference. Uh, when, Jay, <laughs> when Jay knocks out the security guard with a aluminum baseball bat and he says, Kneel before Zod. Kneel before Zod. Yeah, yeah. Son of a bitch. That's the correct right, answer, fine. man. And I appreciate you for yeah. that. I uh, I was on a streak last episode of Wins. You see, Simo, uh, not everybody I call is rigged. Uh, you can now forward a Venmo to Nate for $50 for, for buying the answer. You know, the, the Joker was a struggling comic, and I and I felt bad. I felt bad for him because I know one. His name's Carlos Garcia. Oh, So really? I had to go with General like Zod that, as well. Simo huh? just needs a little more mascara himself before he can uh, actually become the Joker. Not enough this time. <laughs> In about five, five years' time, you know? <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm, I'm currently rocking <laughs> mascara as we speak. See? I That's all you can you. see through the masks, you know? Oh shit, yes, you're gonna go there because that guy's Spanish, you son of a bitch. Okay, so what? So what would you say if um, if they were to get in a fight and you had to um, you had to place money on you know place a bet? Who, who's wins? Yeah, the Papos. Hmm. Okay, now now you're just a fucking Zod. tease at this point. Are you? I don't know if my emotions can take all this. Are, are you making an official switch? You have to say, is this an official switch of the vote? Neil <laughs> oh, <laughs> gonna say, right, I really don't want this mascara on. coming down my face, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your audience at the edge of their seats for a little bit. I'm 
I, I'm not gonna lie. I almost had three heart attacks simultaneously. So <laughs> I, I feel I feel pretty terrible right now. But I shall live to fight another day. All right, good sir. Well, thank you so much. Even though you gave Seema the win, you picked the right make thing. Make sure you check out the Moon Life clothing. And yes, yes, we appreciate your honest vote. Thank you, bro. Talk to you soon. All right, buddy. You too. Bye. I don't know what it's like to win. I don't. What do I do with these feelings? Uh, uh, I don't know what it's like to lose, and I hate this inside. <laughs> I feel like a loser, well, Simo. I think he, I he made the right choice. Uh, son of a bitch. Now I know how this next guy feels because. Now I know how the evil Emperor Palpatine feels. Everybody turns against me for the Force. You son of a bitch. Is that who's, is ah. that who's next? No, I'm just going to segue into this perfect character impersonation for someone who's not next on the list of the Frat Chat Podcast, Sherman Movie Doom, and other evil stuff, too. Brought to you by the Frat Chat Podcast. Yeah, it's him. No goy. Huh. Anyways... And he is up against this guy who, don't give him a hockey stick, because if you do, your ankle is shit. (laughs) It's history. It's Wolf Stanson from Mighty Ducks 2. I think Emperor Palpatine, hands down, will have to move forward, because, I mean, Wolf Stanson, at the end of the day, he's a prick, but he just really wanted to win a hockey game at all costs. Uh, Emperor Palpatine uh, wants to destroy everything and anything that gets in his path and wants to rule not just the universe, but every other universe and galaxy around him. So I think Emperor Palpatine has to move forward. Okay, so I have to say that I, I still maintain that I think that white supremacy is the greatest evil of all time. Um, and that's who I... Yeah, but Emperor Palpatine's white, too. He just got burnt well, really badly, and which is why he looks like that. So, he's a white guy. So, um... And he looks... He looks... He's like a blonde hair white guy. He looks, he looks like he'd be, like, someone's grandpa in the Aryan supremacy group on Facebook. You know, like, definitely... Definitely well, I'm like going to go with the Emperor for sure, but but I just want to make it very clear <laughs> this is a hard decision for me because I don't like privileged um, assholes that, that you know, I, I don't but, like chads. But Wolf Stanson is from Iceland, and so, he, I mean, he kind of has no choice but to be white. There's really not, I mean, That's there's true. no, like... You know what I think of when... when, so, so when he's, not like a, he's not like a chad. He just has that haircut from, like, people you When hate. I look Dot at com. the Emperor... <laughs> Palpatine, am I saying that right? Palpatine. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of. You ever remember back in the day in um, uh, the Ninja Turtles cartoons? There was the brain yeah. or the crane. Krang. He, Krang. Yeah, he looks like that to me, like like that little <laughs> brain <laughs> that the, you could just. And he had little like wavy hands for some reason. And he was inside that robot all the time, and I forget what the robot was called. Yeah, but I feel like um, I I could take that thing out the robot and like punt it. Like across yeah, the street. Yeah, but Emperor Palpatine can literally he he can control the force for evil way. So he can literally pick you up and choke you without even touching you. But if it wasn't he for can the shock force, you with his lightning bolts. If it wasn't the force, I could like easily put him in like a shopping bag and just like toss him over a bridge. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but but that's like that's like saying if Bruce Lee had no legs, I could beat him up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's not that's not that's not the reality. No, of the Emperor situation wins. Here. He's a he's a he's a. <laughs> He has um, a lot of badass potential. He just, to me, I just feel like the the emperor. My my biggest struggle just doesn't look the part. 
just looks like a yeah, bitch. Yeah, but a lot. Of, but I do a think lot that of evil he's, doesn't look the part. But, but I do think that he wins. Well, then Ted Bundy got away with most of his crimes because he looked like a friendly-looking white guy, and then people would trust him, and then that was a huge mistake. So you know, like I could, I could punch. Well, actually, not. Ursula's a giant squid, so maybe she'd still eat me. I was gonna say I could, I could sucker punch Ursula in the jejunum and then possibly take her out, but I don't know. She might use her tentacles to suck me up, and not in a good way. Joy, all those suckers <laughs> sounds like a lot of fun. Okay, so Emperor Palpatine definitely wins. It's moving on. Okay, this one we got this evil motherfucker. Hold on a second. We got the wrong song. God damn it, Jimmy! You gotta switch the song, man. What are you doing? No, it's supposed to be the scary one, Jimmy. Damn it. Ah. God damn it. You can't find good help anywhere. That's better. Anyways, this next guy, his name is Chong Lee. He's a fighter. He's a blood sport. He'll mess you up. And he has phenomenal pecs, if I may say so myself. He really does. Uh, those things, those things were gazangas. You know, I, I wouldn't mind being his girlfriend from time to time and just being able to take a nap between those bad boys. Uh, you know, I would have been, I would have been better off as a human being sometimes, I think. Uh, but yeah, moving on. You uh, motorboating son of that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he is up against a guy who wants to destroy humankind and really just another one that just wants to kind of take over everything. He is Agent Smith from The Matrix. And this one, this one kind of breaks my balls a little bit inside, Simo, because I'm a huge fan of both movies. And to be honest, Chong Lee is one of those guys that with a look can really freak you out because he really has like, he says three words in the movie and you just hate him more so for his actions and his facial expressions. But if you're going to talk facial expressions, you said. And on top of that, you build in some fantastic acting by, I forget the actor's name, uh, but I don't know. This, this one is breaking me up inside, so I got to let you go first. I forget his I name, too. I just call him Elf Boy. Um, so <laughs> Elf Agent Boy. Smith wins for me. He's, he's scary Hugo to me. Hugo like Weaving. Um, I have to say it. Sorry. I don't know. I, I feel like um, I would leave the theater thinking about how scary Agent Smith was, and I don't think I would really think too long and hard about Chong Lee. <laughs> long and hard. Yeah, I think Agent Smith is just flat out more evil if you think about it. I think if you think about intentions, Chong Lee is kind of just to be the biggest, baddest dog in the yard of a kumite, which is a free-for-all fighting tournament where things like that happen, and versus Agent Smith wants to destroy mankind. So I guess, you know... <laughs> By aspirations alone, I have to give it to Agent Smith, too. So Speaking, of, speaking of Kumite, I have a story for you. I don't think I've talked about this on, on the air before, but when I was younger, I did karate, and uh, one of the, one of the like, events that we do is Kumite, we wear these like big foam, like hard foam vests, and you had to like punch or kick in that vest. And they said, uh, they were at a tournament and they said, um, all right, Chris, like you're going to go in there and don't hold back. Show no mercy. And I said, okay. I ran right up. I grabbed the kid by the vest and I headbutt him. <laughs> and I knocked him down and I was uh, like, are we done? <laughs> 
Uh, for, for the record, uh, that is not proper karate technique. It is not. And, uh, I knew that. I knew that you were not going to have proper karate technique when you called it uh, not karate. Uh, so I'm not shocked that that's the action you took. However, that is pretty hilarious. I just wanted to and, go home and, like, you know, <laughs> play video games and, you, like, hang out with my friends in the neighborhood. Do you think that kid quit? <laughs> Maybe. But there, I, just remember, I, I just remember my mom being like, Christopher Lee, God. Damn it, we got, we're leaving, we are officially leaving. <laughs> so you are essentially the bad guy from Karate Kid if he was gay. Yeah. That's essentially what happened. But you know what, though? In me. my defense, Johnny they said show no mercy. They weren't very clear on the rules. That's true. They may have been clear as he wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and but show no mercy. What have you been watching at that point? Like show Wait, no man. mercy. And who the fuck is your like sensei or coach or whatever? Like Ivan Drago? Like you're like six years old. Like go in there and kill him. Like what the fuck? And, and then a headbutt? <laughs> a headbutt? What what, what? what was that your first reaction? What a headbutt, the son of a bitch. <laughs> I just thought take him out. You know, I I looking back, I wonder if they were like. This little fruitcake is gonna fucking die. Referring to me, I think they were oh, like, "Oh yeah, of course." Like this poor, this poor kid. S- especially looking at you, smiley little skinny kid. I would have definitely seen you and been like, "Yeah, this kid's gonna get his ass kicked." But you drop a headbutt in, dude. If you uh, a headbutt from anybody, and you're gonna fucking go down. They will fuck you up. I can't imagine. Did you hit him in the nose? Because that'd be awful. I I headbutt him in the forehead. And then, and then, and then I took, I took my left, I took my left leg and put it behind his legs and just pushed him down the ground. So I like tripped him. So he fell on his back. (laughs) I just, I just, in my mind, I was just following instructions, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. Just following instructions is exactly what this next guy would say. He's Hans Landa, the Nazi from Inglorious Bastards. If you think about that, Simo, just following instructions. <laughs> and, he's <up> ag- <laughs> and he's up against and he's up against another guy who's not very kind to children either. It's Freddy Krueger. So I think I think if I ever found the round that's fit for you, Mr. Mo, this is it. It's Hans Landa versus Freddy Krueger. <laughs> well, this is a tough one. But I have yeah. to say a child killer or a Nazi? I mean, they both suck. They're both horrible, horrible people. And the Nazi did kill a bunch of children, too. But I don't know. I feel like, I mean, not to say that Freddy, the extent to Freddy's rampage was warranted because he went way beyond just the parents, the family of the parents who killed him, you know. But they kind of killed him and burned him alive and made him this thing. While Hans Landa, on the other hand, he enjoys killing and he enjoys being a Nazi. So, I don't know. But, but Freddie does enjoy his thing once he's evil, too. I don't know, man. I'm torn. I'm torn. I you think go, if, if Hans or Hans, how do you pronounce his name? Hans. It's Hans. It's Hans. If Hans. Hello. My name is Hans. If we killed Hans, like he's done. Yeah. But if you kill Freddy Krueger, he'll, he'll be back. You can't really kill him. He he keeps coming back. If, if, let's say, let, I I don't know what it's like to be in a concentration camp, thankfully. Um, Not yet, at least. You know, if Trump had his way, (laughs) maybe one day. But but as of right now, um, I'm not. Maybe Pence 2024. You know. um, Careful. (laughs) Yikes. Um, (laughs) 
but but I I feel like um Freddy Krueger is it's horrifying to me. And what the fuck is he wearing? I mean, oi, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I think I mean he was on a janitor's salary. Okay, what do you expect him to wear? He was he was like wearing a sweater and some damn pants. He's not gonna clean up the school in a tuxedo. You know where they they fished him out of before they threw him in that oven? He lived in the shack by himself. All right, he probably didn't even have any running water. <laughs> <laughs> His life sucked. <laughs> uh, living in people's dreams is a step up. He was about to get evicted from his shack. It was terrible. <laughs> like I, I think, I think that um, killing people is really bad, but focusing primarily on on children is like the worst. And that's a, th- that. There's a reason why child molesters are the first ones attacked in, in jail. So that's true. Freddy Krueger wins this one for being. The worst. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna agree with you. Actually, I think that's a very uh, as a master debater myself. Uh, I agree with you in your master debating skills as well, because I think that uh, I've been well stretching. Put, you know, as they say. Yeah, no, it's great. You you put it you put it in nicely. It was very smooth. It was uh, it was great. You didn't go on too long. You didn't you know go too too short either. It was it was enjoyable. If I say so myself, I, I feel I feel quite well after that master debate thing. Perfect. Yeah. So, Freddy Krueger is moving on. Okay. Now moving on. Oh, this is a good one because now we're going to we're going to move on to two competing uh, franchises in the same way that you know we have we have Batman versus Superman. We had in the 80s Sly versus Arnold, you know, Sylvester Stallone versus Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was kind of a thing. You know, they were they were buddies, but they competed. And of course were they both Mr. Universes the, at some point? No, no, no. That was that was Schwarzenegger. Uh, he was uh, Mr. Universe and Mr. Olympia. Oh, okay. But he he was like the actual like professional bodybuilder versus Sly got jacked really after making like Rocky and stuff. Cause if you look at Rocky one, his physique is like, all right, but it's not that great. It's once he get, makes the money from that movie where he just gets fucking ripped moving forward from like, by the time he gets to Rocky three, if you compare him from Rocky one to Rocky three, it's a completely different body. Have you, have you ever seen him in that little sex video? This little like pseudo porn he did. Oh yeah, that was his. Uh, that was <laughs> he needed the money, man. <laughs> he was young and needed the money, so that's why when things go low for me, I look at, I think about Sly, man, and I think about like, man, that guy's life was in the shitter. I don't know if you know this, but he literally, I mean, he had to do porn, but not only that, he had to sell his dog to make rent money because he had nothing. And when he when he spent like the last bit of money he had to go see this Muhammad Ali versus uh, Chuck Webner boxing fight on at the time it was pay-per-view but it was in theaters and you buy tickets and go watch a pay-per-view in a movie theater essentially and watching this fight it was this guy who was supposed to be like a bum and have no chance uh, against Muhammad Ali and note he was from Bayonne New Jersey he on the 10th round he knocks down Muhammad Ali and people are like what and that's what inspires Sylvester Stallone to to come up with the idea for Rocky and literally, he then went home and started writing that script, which then made him famous. So for any actor out there that's struggling, shows you're literally one good idea away from your life changing. So keep on rocking, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we have Ivan Drago, the bad guy from Rocky Four, against the T-1000, the bad guy from Terminator 2. So this is, you know, a little bit, a little bit of a... Uh, Arnold versus Sly, even though it's indirectly. So there's big implications here. 
Okay, Mr. Mao? So, shoot. What do you think, sir? Well, I didn't think that Ivan belonged to this list anyway. Oh. And so I still maintain... This is the way I see it. It's like, I think Ivan was um, prepped and prepared to be a fighter. That is, it's, like, it's like if you have um, pit bulls and you raise them to fight, are the pit bulls like bad to the core? No, they're just they're they're, they're puppies that, sure. that have had bad owners. That's sure. So that's very true. You know, I, I think that obviously you have to have some sense of like morals, you know, as a person. But um, if you were to go through like marine training and go over and shoot some people who very well could be innocent people, um, I don't necessarily think that makes you a bad person. You're following orders, and that's what you've been like like trained to do. Do you know what I mean? So like. That's very true. So Ivan, I, I I think that he is just a soldier, and um, the T one thousand bad guy from Terminator two, uh, I I think even though you said earlier it's just a robot, I I still think that that's well. Worse. He was more. I feel like the T one thousand. He's he's different than, for example, Arnold's robot where. It's more of, uh, you know, there's like a chip in his head, and it's more of a traditional cyborg thing. Versus the T-1000, he, he looks like there's more, th- more thought process in, his, in its mind than just like a regular processor, you know? So I think he's more capable than, to being evil than Arnold's model was. That's just me. But it just seems to me like even after killing Sarah Connor... Uh, or John Connor, he probably would have just stayed killing anyways. I Meanwhile, well, Ivan Drago, like you said, you know, he, yeah, he was a ruthless bastard, but he really had a tough upbringing. I would say the T-1000 is more evil than Drago. Well, you know, Especially Drago, if you see what happens to Drago later on. Well, Drago, you know, has to, like, train. But T-1000's right. um, murder spree is, like, effortless. Right. He could, he could destroy us all, really, if he wanted to. If it wasn't for... A little big guy named Arnold Schwarzenegger. Thank you, Arnold. We love you here at the Fruit Arnold, Podcast. Arnold, you always eat other people's lunches. I'm a big fan of the Terminator movie franchise. And I tell you that the T-1000 is just the most evil bastard I've ever seen. Okay? And I'll be back. I'll be back because we love you, Arnold. We love you so much. You're the franchise podcast. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on up. Moving on up. And this one is kind of an interesting battle because we have now uh, essentially a creature versus an evil rich mastermind in the form of Alien or the Xenomorph, whatever you want to call him from Alien, versus Lex Luthor from Superman. Ah, I think the alien kills indiscriminately and then just wants to reproduce and then it leads to other aliens forming and this awful problem that you can't solve versus Lex Luthor you know like we said before he's kind of like a, a D- Donald Trump type bored rich guy who yeah he, he probably wants to rule the world in some ways but aside from killing Superman yeah you know he'll probably do some dirty rotten politics ways to do it but you can't stop an alien you can't convince him to stop you can't reason with an alien i so agree and also I, like i think the xenomorph would move on lex luther poses a threat to america and maybe planet earth but alien has the potential of taking over like the galaxy 
So like, right, right. And they're wins. totally mindless creatures that will just, you know, destroy you, and they they want to fuck you up. They want to eat your family. So I'm with you. All right, aliens moving on up. Aliens moving on up. Okay. Now, ooh, this is another good one because we have the battle of two masked evil guys. We have Mike Myers from Halloween versus Leatherface. Hmm. Uh, I think Leatherface is kind of... In a weird way, he's kind of like a dumb dog of like uh, the movie killers. In my opinion, it's like he he swings his uh, chainsaw around, you know, kind of dopey though. And Mike Myers, on the other hand, he's he's big, he's strong, but but overall he's so methodical, you know. And and I mean his story, he's sitting there in this insane asylum, plotting his revenge for all these years. And when he's out, he's just gonna kill everybody. Versus Leatherface is more so like if you come on my property. It's game over, but other than that, they don't want to be bothered. So yeah, I think Mike Myers gives me more nightmares as a kid. You know, I think Mike Myers would have to win for well, me. Well, um, Leatherface is from um, uh, Texas, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw right? Okay, because um, because yep. to me, I'm like, would Leatherface even survive if it was if it wasn't for his family, like like prepping his meals? You know what I mean? Like, right, like right, I, I feel like right. he was it's like just. A, it's like a group effort. I don't know. I always thought that that Leatherface was like special needs and um i think that sure he's a big guy but yeah i think yeah but go on go on sorry i think of like i i don't know i don't want to say the wrong thing i think he's special needs and i think (laughs) i think that michael myers is calculating and um uh, horrifying so yeah that's that's my vote my vote goes to michael myers the murderer, oh, not yeah. not the comedic actor. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Do you feel ready, baby? You'll make you horny, baby. <laughs> With all this masturbation talk, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Simo. <laughs> okay, things are getting interesting. Okay, now we're gonna go to our girl, our favorite evil, slightly overweight. Lady Ursula, which I just don't understand against. why she would inhabit that body if she has the potential of I looking like whatever she wants to look like. I've been doing research on this, and you know what, though? You know what? She is thick and proud of it. And in 2020, I think we should be more accepting of it because, technically speaking, she should be proud of her curves, you know? Do you think she's. Um, uh, a man in drag? Nah, I don't know. I think she's just, uh, I think, like, I used to have a boss back in my PR days that pretty much looked exactly like her in every way. The mm. only difference is that she was super nice, so I would never, ever have said that to her. You know, I love her. But Ursula uses it to her advantage, you know? The witchcraft stuff makes her, like, nice and sassy. She's got a nice soul. You know, so I don't know. I think she's. I think she's definitely. She's just a, a lady with some soul, but who, who uses it for evil purposes, in my opinion. Okay. She, she's like if Oprah was really evil. That's that's kind of what I think about. <laughs> and had superpowers. <laughs> um, that's that's where. So that's so I Ursula had her little poopsies, right? Didn't she have her little um, eels, electric eels? Yes, she did. So do you think so? Is our our um, 
Oprah Winfrey's Electric Eels, or are they Dr. Phil and, and um, Gail? <laughs> yep, exactly. Exactly. That's so funny. See? Okay. It's great. So Ursula versus, is it Hannibal Lecter? Versus, tell me, Simo, have the lambs stopped screaming because you are fucking them too hard? Nah. Um, no. Because <laughs> I, wow, I grip them good. by the neck so they can't make any noise. <laughs> Oh, when you say you choked the chicken, you weren't kidding, huh? I was choking the lamb. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. So Ursula versus Hannibal. This one's really tough. This one's particularly tough for me. I I actually don't know which way to go here because... One's like supernatural. Right. And both of them, I I think Hannibal Lecter would love to have supernatural powers. But actually, I don't know if he does because I think he loves... The chase of being a serial killer the way he is. And he also loves uh, dissecting people emotionally as well as physically, obviously, to eat them. You know, he enjoys, you know, figuring out how to how to make the hunt happen versus Ursula likes to trick people and, you know, into making deals with her, almost like the devil in some ways. So their 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 methods are different. So, you know, but as far as I know, Ursula does not eat any of her victims. And, you know, she didn't make anybody eat their own tongue. So I think Hannibal Lecter, I can't, I don't think I can let a Disney character unseat Hannibal Lecter as one of the most evil characters ever. I think, I think Hannibal has to move on at least through this round. But if Disney didn't write it, if it, if it wasn't like a, 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 a cute cartoon with fun songs, if you're just looking at the, the story itself... Like, Ursula's a bad bitch, and yeah, and if I think of it Lecter. from like from like Greek mythology, who so so the Little Mermaid, you know Ariel's dad, it was king with Triton. Is that what he who he was? Yes. Wasn't that yep. like is is that a mythological like god or of some sort? I mean, she she gave him a run for his money. Ursula did. Like she went up against like like a Greek yeah, but she didn't she didn't feed him his entire family or friends you know like like i think i think hannibal the things that he did you know like if you think about it within the realm of the gods you know the things that ursula was doing was what they did they played these these stupid control games with each other all the time and that was the dynamic there same thing with zeus and hades you know now if you look at hannibal lecter you know feeding a band member to the band because he doesn't play well. That's fucking evil as shit, you know, and, and, and kind of petty. If you look at me and if you think about it, you know, I think realistically speaking, I would be, have way more of a nightmare about Hannibal Lecter coming at me because, and the, there are people like that in the world versus Ursula, who again is a story. And I, and I could see it as just that. You know, I, I don't think Ursula scares me enough to put her past Hannibal Lecter. Hmm. I'm very torn. I'm very torn. She's made it far. She's made it pretty far. But I don't know. I think I think Hannibal is just so evil, man. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, he eats people. Like, that's And he'll never stop. Up. He'll never stop because he also is a little bit crazy. And he knows it. But, you know, it's a compulsion to kill where even if he wanted to, he couldn't. And that would actually even make it worse for him because once it's like a Ted Bundy, whenever he would try to stop killing, whenever he would, it would be 10 times worse because all this pent up rage would be inside of him. And he would see red and kill like seven girls at the same time, like the, like he did in the sorority house murders. Uh, Hannibal Lecter would be that type of killer. 
But what keeps him to killing only one or two people at a time is the fact that he enjoys it and he takes his time into making sure that it's done right. Okay, so, so this is my I reasoning. Know. I haven't seen Little Mermaid in quite some time. It's like I saw it last night. I'm just kidding. No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, so I, I could be wrong, but I kind of thought that Ursula um, went after Ariel uh, in an effort to piss off Ariel's dad. I think ultimately she was trying to get back at King Triton or whatever his name was, right? I, I, th- I think so. I think that that. I, I so to me, it feels like Ursula's. Um, intention was reactive. She was burned and she's trying to get even. I don't think that Hannibal Lecter is doing anything to get even. I just think he's purely just fucked up. Evil. Yeah, the one guy he kills, I think, to get even is the guy who treats him like shit at the insane asylum once he gets out, and that's the signs of the laments. But other than that, I mean, he's he's out there just picking out people to kill for petty reasons and for whatever you know, for his to play his evil game. Yeah, I think he wins. I think. I, yeah. Yeah, he's bad news. He's bad news bears. He's bad news bears. Okay. Woo! I'm happy. I'm happy. Okay, now we have, ooh, back down to another evil, evil Disney bitch. It's Cruella DeVille versus Freddy Krueger. And one will kill puppies and the other one children. So, hmm. I mean, that's... What do you think? That's fair to say if you think about it. I mean... Puppies versus kids. Who do you? Who yeah, do you like more? It's, go. It's a lose lose. Let you answer that one first. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I want to answer this one. I feel like we're gonna look like assholes. <laughs> How about we vote that they'll both just be bad people and have a bad time? Well, the way I see it is, you know, Corella Deville does not look like a healthy. Per- she smokes too much. So that being yeah. said, in the current state of the world with COVID nineteen. She wouldn't survive. She would have been a casualty of COVID-19, which is why I'm voting for Freddy Krueger. Even though I do not like Ooh, Freddy Krueger. I don't know, though. If you, if, if you look at a Trump rally, you see all those old people. I'm like, how the fuck are you alive, man? Mask? <laughs> well, I don't know if you saw, but that George Floyd said he couldn't breathe and he died. And now they're telling me that I need to wear a mask? Well, I can't breathe. Why do I have to wear a mask? I saw, I could not believe that that stupid bitch said that shit i was like mm-hmm. you don't have a, a knee on your throat you stupid bitch you have a cloth Seriously, mask would- over your face if you can't breathe it's because you need to do more cardiovascular you know st- you know exercise i would be i would actually feel bad saying that those words as a joke if it wasn't that some fucking idiot actually said that and meant it jesus and that also shows just just the level of stupid that we live in the world with. Sorry, lady, but not sorry, man. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Like, bar none. That will, that will go... That will, I'm going to put that on the number one thing right now of the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. But anyways, I severely digressed. What All right, so Cruella DeVille versus Freddy, but you're saying that Cruella DeVille looks awful when, I mean, it's not like Freddy is any Fabio, you know? Like, what I'm saying is, you know, uh, <laughs> Freddy is like um, basically indestructible. Like, he's not going anywhere. I mean, he, he'll true. be around forever. Cruella, baby girl, your time is ticking. And so, um, uh, 
maybe we should check on her during this COVID pandemic because I don't think she'll survive. Yeah, send her a plastic surgeon ASAP because that is what we need in the world. Uh, Get well, Krella. (laughs) However, if I'm not going to remove... Hannibal Lecter for Ursula. I can, in good conscience, take down Freddy Krueger for Krella Deville. As much as Krella is, uh, you know, mean and shitty person, Freddy is an evil motherfucker who literally haunts your children's dreams. So, I, I gotta, I gotta put him through. Freddy Krueger, you're moving on. Okay. Okay. Now we have. Michael Myers, yeah, baby, against that evil Aladdin Hayden, roofing given motherfucker Jafar. Okay. Look at my snake. You won't remember a thing. Now, would he be <laughs> anywhere if it wasn't for that snake? He wouldn't be his the, the trusted advisor of the Sultan. He would just be. Well, he was. He also. He also knew like incantations. But yeah, that was the main source of his power until the end of the movie, which and also the second one where they make him a genie. Then he was very powerful. But you know that also being said. Uh, when he was a genie, he was also, you know, if you put him in the lamp, he was stuck there until he got out of the lamp, which is the plot of the second movie. But I just think Mike Myers was way more evil. You know, like he wanted to just murder and and really anybody and everything that was in his path. So I got to go with Mike I, Myers. I think yeah, that... Mike Myers will, would, if given a chance, Mike Myers would walk into Aladdin and would kill every single person in the movie, and then would just move on to the next Disney movie and keep killing every person in that movie, and his whole being would just be killing. As opposed to Jafar, I think once he takes over Agrava and he has, uh, you know, uh, a sexy lady by his side, he'll, he'll chill out, you know, and he'll be, he'll be fine. But I think Mike Myers will keep killing, you know. Yeah, uh, I think not you're excuse right. in Jafar's behavior, but I think there would be a level to you know he'll, he'll be satisfied versus Mike Myers would just keep killing. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, when you think about it, like Jafar was put into a bottle by um, Robin Williams. He's a genie in a bottle, baby. Some some, some kid, again. some yeah, some yeah. princess, and a monkey. They took him down, shoved his ass in the bottle. And you've had yeah. like countless people go up against Michael Myers and just not survive. So that's true. I, I think and the and the way that they they got rid of him in the second movie is they threw that bottle into uh, into fire into la- into lava. I think it was. And he just the, the, once you destroy the bottle, you destroy the genie. So he is much easier to destroy. Mike Myers, like you're saying, uh, seems to just keep coming back for more. Yep, I, I gotta go with Mike Myers. Yeah. Man, Disney. Disney made it far, but I, I ultimately speaking, I just don't think that they can they can they can hold up, man. They just couldn't do it. Okay. Now, ooh, this one this one should be pretty interesting. We have two evil bastards going up against each other. Okay. Now we are let's see, how many do we have left? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, so this would be like the semifinals or the quarterfinals. I don't know. I don't know tournament brackets, but all I know is these two guys are evil. This guy, Emperor Palpatine, is now up against Agent Smith. Both good movie franchises, 
Both pretty evil. Uh, this one can have me a little torn, I gotta say. I don't know. I'm very uncomfortable right now. I feel like this is so hard. Yeah, one. The, um, this is where it gets tough. Because they, they both have longevity over multiple movies. Um, That's true. I feel like they're both virtually unstoppable. That's very true. Gosh, they're both manipulative. They're both, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think maybe Emperor Palpatine might be a little bit more power hungry. Ooh, yeah. Look at you coming to the dark side and voting for Star Wars. I'm with you. I think Palpatine wanted to just take over everything and anything in all the galaxies in the world. So I got to say he's more evil. But I also want to take a second and say, yes, yes, Simo, I'm going to go with you. And I'm so happy that you voted for Star Wars. Oh, I feel like such a loser right now. My God. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the club, my friend. Our meetings are Wednesdays or six o'clock. Okay. And bring your, and bring your jammies. Okay. That's going to conflict with my gay meetings because all of us gays meet on Wednesdays. And we oh, suck each other's it. dicks. Well, uh, can I bring my lightsaber? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Now we have... Freddy Krueger versus the T-1000 for Terminator 2. Um. Ah, fuck. This one's tough. Both of these are quite hard to destroy. Both are quite evil. I think Freddy, I would give him the edge simply because, I mean, he can... Pretty much any human being is in danger when Freddy's around. But he counts your children's dreams, people. Yeah, that's just so evil. He doesn't like kids. He doesn't like happiness. He doesn't want them to ever smile again. So I gotta go with Freddy. He and he is very rapey too. He does awful things with that hook hand. So I got I gotta say, T one thousand murdered. A lot of people, I think Freddie maybe has murdered more, and he's committed sexual assaults on top of it. So I'm going to keep that in mind and put that diddler on, on that list. Yeah, Freddie Krueger, I think, is worse, I mean, only because I think that he he enjoys um, torturing people, where I think that T-1000 is just kind of like, that's what I'm programmed to do. That's my job. Like, I'm just going to do it. That's true. Freddie's got to do it. Yeah. Okay. I'm cool with that. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So now we have Alien slash Xenomorph from Alien versus Michael Myers. Ugh. This is tough. Because I, I feel like, you know... This is really tough. When, with, with like, could, could an alien get inside Michael Myers and, like, blah, pop out of his possibly. abdomen thing? You know? Because the way I see it is, like, you know, all, in all the Halloween movies, like... I, obviously, if you're in a Halloween movie, there's a good chance you might not make it out. But um, but right. but at least at least you know that everyone like on your side is on your side. You know, being right. in a room with people and not knowing if they have been, um, you know, infected. infected. That, oh, they, like uh, the Rona. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like a whole other layer. I mean, that's. That's even yeah. more terrifying. That's true. Because, like, especially, like, the movie sometimes ends and they think that they got away or whatever. And all of a sudden, oh, the thing pops out of their stomach or the dead guy's stomach or something like that. And you realize they're just fucked. So, yeah, I uh, this one pains me to go because I love Michael Myers. 
But technically speaking, there are very few people in the world that he will listen to. And sure, there might be ghosts at this point, but he will listen to some reason. Meanwhile, Alien will just keep going after people and reproducing and, and going after people indiscriminately, and they'll never stop. So for that reason and that reason alone, I think Alien would move on. I, I do. Yeah, you know, who who is who's the actress in, in Halloween? What's her name? Jamie Lee Curtis? Jamie Lee Curtis. So yep. if... if I, I, I just want to say, Activia! Um, so if, if Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> um, uh, approached me in the world of, of Halloween... I'd be like, oh my God, thank God she's still alive. Oh, thank you. Let's work together. If she approached me an alien, I'd be like, bitch, I don't, what you working with? Show, show me your tummy. You know, I don't know. Like, I, I would be so freaked out. Yeah. Alien's definitely worse. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go with alien too. I, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'd be way more scared of an alien infestation after seeing those movies. Mike Myers, on the other hand, like if I live in China, I don't have to worry necessarily about Mike Myers coming after me because he's not flying no plane. And he's not going to swim across. So, you know, he's pretty much located to whatever small town he stays in or whatever rural area he decides to walk through. You know, he won't be my problem for a few years. <laughs> Correct. Uh, I'm going to go with Alien. Okay. You know what? Alien's Speaking of milking cows. Um, I wasn't talking about milking cows at all. But you know my friend Alejandro? Yes. So when he was younger. Alejandro. You know, mi mejor amigo de Colombia. Um, so, claro que conozco a tu mejor amigo de Colombia. ¿Por qué no nos cuentas a todos aquí, escuchando nuestro programa favorito de todos los podcasts, tu historia sobre tu amigo Alejandro? Cuéntanos, Mr. Mo. Sí, pero no frijoles, por favor. Um, <laughs> Nada más en tu boca. <laughs> oh, wow. That was a whole lot of... <laughs> Something. Um, okay. Well, well, I thought we were doing a thing. I thought we were doing a thing. You but know, you, you switch talk, over to my language. You, 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 know, you speak I, so I, fast, though. Oh, uh, really? Because when you speak English to me, you slow down and you and you bring it down to a to a to a special pace. Well, if you have articulated that to me, then I would attempt to uh, uh, do so. Oh, uh, uh, but you see, I thought that you know, just like your karate training, I thought that, I thought in this case your Spanish was complete because. All right, you well, listeners, some, you know, I'm so sorry, but but. English is Carlos's second language, so everyone had we had to this point forward talk slower and dumb it down. Um, oh, <laughs> so 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 my friend was like, he's like he's like you know Chris, uh, when I was young in uh, Colombia, uh, I live on a farm and um, you know we would drink the fresh milk from the cow's udder. And I was like, wait, what? Well, 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 well. And I was like, you. But that's not what you meant. <laughs> I, I was expecting him to be like, and that is why I'm gay. But, oh, yes. you know, <laughs> I was just so t- turned off. I was like, wait a second. Like, there's no way that can be remotely health or safe. You know, it's every, just, listen, listen, Chris. Every morning, my father would tell me to get on my knees and I would suck on the altar of the cow, you know? <laughs> I know. I should have been like, I should be like, is it, was it like a legit cow or was this like, <laughs> are you trying to tell me that <laughs> Uncle is Eddie. This cow or, or your weird uncle who keeps saying, yeah, point on the doll where they touched you. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Okay. So we have now Hannibal Lecter. Hello, Clarice. Against General Zod, who, may I say, is here against my will, thanks to you, a Nate, colluding against me. So, 
Well, this I, will make I, you I happy. Know. I'm still going for Hannibal Lecter because he's a one man. He, he's a one man show. Um, but General Zod has um, the probably all followers, but I'm sure that deep down he has people that he relates to and kicks it with and has a key key. You know what I mean? He, he, I think he has friends. Well, he, has, he has his crew. He has his two people that like girl, I forget the characters' names, but it's a dude who's kind of like bigger and brutish than him, but not as strong. And then a girl who's definitely not a straw, but she is, she's, you know. But I don't, I, I don't think that, that Hannibal Lecter is capable of camaraderie. Ah, he likes Clarice, though, and he, I guess he's kind of infatuated with her. But, but he, you know, he, he never fed her, her, he fed her weird stuff, like. No. Hannibal Lecter feeds a brains to Ray Liotta's character, but it's his own brain. He basically gave him, like, a, a human lobotomy, essentially, a live lobotomy. And then he takes the brain pieces out and he puts them on, a like, a little, like, stovetop thing in front of him. And basically, Hibachi cooks the guy's brain and then feeds it to him while he's all, like, loopy from missing part of his brain. But she doesn't eat it. Oh, see, I thought she ate She Because he likes, he likes Clarice and he'll actually, like... Even though he doesn't want to get caught by her, he enjoys playing the game, the chasing game with her. And, you know, like, while he would hurt her to get away because he doesn't want to go back to jail, heaven forbid someone tries to fuck with Clarice because Hannibal Lecter is going to come for you. Hmm. But with that being said, he literally fed a man's brain to him. General Zod never did such thing. Yeah, he was a bad guy, but he never fed someone their brain. Okay, so just for that alone... I got to give it to Hannibal. He's got to move on. Hannibal is definitely <laughs> far more evil. Okay. Uh, Hannibal Lecter. He's moving on. He's moving on. Okay. Now we're down to... This is the semifinals. Yeah. Okay. And it's down to Hannibal Lecter and Emperor Palpatine. And on the bottom round, Freddy Krueger versus Alien. Okay. I say we, we'll start, since we just did Hannibal, we'll start with Freddy Krueger versus Alien. Ooh, this is tough because neither of them will ever stop. I think, though... Hmm. I'm torn. Okay, so this is what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? Okay. Tell me. I, um... I could somehow see Freddy Krueger finding a way to control the aliens. You know, if they sleep or anything, especially, I could somehow, like, see him being able to. And the alien could kill anybody except Freddy. He's already dead. So I, I like, don't ever really want to swim with sharks. Um, I'm not interested. Yeah, fuck like, that. Like, you know, sharks <laughs> eat things. It's, like, in their nature. You know, like, right. like, alligators. Yeah, fuck that. I would never want to do that either. Like, like, like al- alligators, like, in Florida, they might eat people, but... Are they are alligators bad? That's in their nature. They don't know that they're not consciously trying to eat you to ruin your day. They're just hungry and they right, see what they think is food. Right. So, like to me, I still think that um, I don't know. Freddy Krueger to me is like consciously making very bad decisions. Right. Exactly. And I don't know what the alien is thinking, but I just assume that instinctually, aliens doing what alien knows only to do. So, That's so true. think of, of evilness. I think Freddy Krueger, I'm sorry, I can't think of anything more evil than being like a child predator and attacking people in their sleep when they're trying to just find their happy place. I totally agree, Mr. Moe. 
I think the fact that Freddy, one, knows exactly what he's doing, and two, enjoys terrorizing children is the thing. He literally lives for this shit. Just makes him way more evil than Alien. So he has to move on. Freddy Krueger, to me, has the worst heart that I can articulate. I don't know what's going on in the mind of Alien, but I do know that Freddy Krueger is downright bad to the bone. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. And now for the other round here in the semis, we have Hannibal Lecter versus Emperor Palpatine. Ooh. I, ooh, I, I know that I've been pushing Palpatine very far, but I don't think that I can vote Palpatine past Hannibal. I think even though Palpatine is also very manipulative, and Hannibal Lecter is a genius, literally a freaking genius, and one of a kind. Not just in his intelligence, but also how far he'll go to do the crazy shit that he does. Again, he literally eats people. He fed a man his own brain. You can't beat that. Hannibal Lecter is the guy. Yeah, I think I think that um, there's something really sick about someone who kills for sports and enjoys every moment of it. Like, if, if you're in war and you bomb your enemies, because that's a tactic... I mean, it really sucks that you had to do that. It sucks that you're in, even in war in general. But if you bomb some people and they die, that sucks. But if you bomb them and then you go over their dead bodies and sprinkle Parmesan cheese and like have at it <laughs> uh, and Parmesan. have dinner, like that's like a whole other like... It's a whole other ball of crazy. It's crazy. I'm with you. All right. Had electors moving on. Wow, that means we made it down to the finals, Mr. Mo. We are down to... Hannibal Lecter versus Freddy Krueger. And I'm not going to lie, if this is going to be the match of the end, the Frat Chat Podcast Tournament of Movie Doom and other evil stuff too, brought to you by the Frat Chat Podcast, then I'm pretty excited to have this be the one that ends the Frat Chat Podcast Tournament of Movie Doom and other evil stuff too, brought to you by the Frat Chat Podcast. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm pumped. So are, do we vote for this or should we leave it up to our viewers? Or listeners. No, of course we vote for this. We haven't made it this far to okay. end this shit in a cliffhanger. This is this is our tournament. So they can just suck it. Okay? They want they want to do their own Frat Chat Podcast tournament movie, do another bad stuff too. Brought to you by the Frat Chat Podcast. Well they can do it themselves. Yeah. So focus up, Mr. Mo, because it's time for us to make a decision. So do it. I'm really torn. I don't know what to, I don't know what to pick. I, I, this is this is really tough. So this is why you wanted to give it to the viewer, see about because you're afraid of decisions. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. That's why that's why I asked because because I was like, <laughs> it, I'd rather someone else make the decision for you. Know what I mean? It, it's like it's like when 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 you're at a restaurant and, and it's easy to say I'll have what he's having. You know, that's true. Or, or true. you, you, you tell the shrimp you, or the pork. Yeah, you, you tell your date. You're like, well, well, you get this and I'll get this, and then we'll both share. You know what I mean? That's very but, true. That's that's the only reason that me and Julie are still together because we can share food. Because I don't care what I post on social media. Our relationship is dead. Okay, it is dead and buried. In fact, we cry ourselves to sleep every night, only to be woken up by the sounds of our own cries. It's true. In fact, we've been trying couples therapy for months. And quite frankly, I just don't agree that a Chuck E. Cheese is the right place to get couples therapy. I don't think that guy is a real therapist. I've been telling her this shit for weeks, and she just will not believe me. 
guess that's just love, Mr. Mo. I guess that's just love. <laughs> but we got to do it. We got to do it. That's why we've taken the social responsibility to the masses here at the Frat Chat Podcast that listen to us all around the world, Mr. Mo. We have to tell them who we think okay. is the baddest of them all. I have. Crown of King. I have a question for you regarding these two, and I think I've come to my answer. And it's only down to this one thing. Okay. And the one thing is, my question for you is, does Hannibal Lecter prey on children? No. Hannibal Lecter would not kill a kid. I can tell you that much. He never, like, unless this kid was the spawn of Satan, you know what I mean? <laughs> Which in Hannibal's world would never be, like, demons would never be a thing. Uh, no, Hannibal wouldn't kill a kid. So that's my answer. Freddy Krueger is low down, dirty, um, asshole. You know what? I, I almost, I almost wanted to go against you just to see what would happen. But when you put it exactly that way, I, I would be, you know, I have to stick with the facts and it's true. You know, uh, Hannibal Lecter, I, I enjoy some of the people that he kills personally. It's not that I would ever do it, but you see exactly why he would kill them. Meanwhile, Freddy, you don't fuck with kids, man. I, I have to go with you too, man. I think Freddy Krueger is going to be the baddest of them all. And I'm not going to lie, I'm not upset by that ending. I'm not upset at all. Me too. I, I, I also feel like if, if there were two people in a costume contest and there was like a legit Hannibal Lecter and a legit Freddy Krueger, um, you know, the Freddy Krueger outfit wins. It's, it's, it's scarier. I agree. I agree. Because Hannibal Lecter, you could always confuse it for Ghostbuster if you don't know your movie references. Correct. So, so you know. All right. Well, dude, we did it. We have done it. We have I'm, the king. I'm sweaty right now. That I was I was really nervous about this. Well, I've been sweating profusely the entire episode. So if you're sweaty, that means this shit was as intense as I thought it was. Yeah, dude. So I have to say, the Frat Chat Podcast, Tournament of Movie Doom and Other Evil Stuff, brought to you by the Frat Chat Podcast, was a great success. I think so, too. And, of course, we'll be back next week with more awesome Frat Chat stuff. I don't know exactly what yet, because we don't plan that far ahead. But... I can tell you that we will be here unless there is a terrible, terrible incident between now and then where maybe we get struck by lightning, perhaps get hit by a bus, or those horrible family secrets in Simo's basement finally come out, and then we never see him again. I don't know. Anything can happen. <laughs> and in the meantime, I think you should motion for us. I, I'm going to motion to adjourn this meeting. And I'm going to second. Yes. And thank you so much. And make sure you follow us. I'm at Carlos Does the World at, on Instagram and Facebook. And Carlos Does World on Twitter. Simo is at Seymour Comedy on Twitter. And at Chris.Moore.Comedy on Instagram. And we're out. Yeah. See you. Ciao.